0: Hey guys, this is going to be my first podcast, and I thought what better than to start with what has really been one of the main defining factors in my life that happened in December 2015, where I developed a disassociative disorder that is called depersonalization, derealization disorder. Um, this, statistically speaking, they say that this affects about one to two percent of the world. And up until this point, I had never really suffered from anxiety or depression. I had never experienced a panic attack, anything like that. December of 2015, I had a day where I was at work and um, I was abusing drugs really heavily at this time and so it is completely possible that the drugs are what broke my brain and caused this to happen. I also know that I have a genetic predisposition to anxiety and depression and those sorts of things because they run really rampant in the people that are closest to me. But um, this particular day when I was at work, all of a sudden everything just seemed upside down and I had this impending sense of doom that I was going to die. And this particular panic attack did not go away for six months. The first week that it happened, I was in the emergency room for six times out of seven days. Uh, They started to medicate me with benzodiazepines and uh, they wanted me to also start antidepressants. Ideally... Depression and anxiety are viewed as two sides of the same coin, but I did not feel like I was depressed per se. I was depressed because I had never felt these things and I had no idea what was going on with me. I developed all these very weird symptoms, um, one being what they call visual snow, where no matter what you do, when you walk around and you look, it looks like a television filled with static. Um, I also did not recognize my own hands, my own body, my own face, my own voice. I developed all sorts of phobias overnight. I couldn't sleep because I was afraid that I would wake up blind. I couldn't drive anymore, which I was underneath Chevys when I was in Pampers. I loved to drive. I couldn't even leave my driveway without just trembling in fear. Um, I had developed agoraphobia to the point where I, I couldn't go out anywhere. I bought a gym setup at home and um, because they were trying to really push the antidepressants on me and uh, I didn't think that that was the problem. I did my own research and I decided that the best method for me would be desensitization. So during this time I got all of the gym equipment for my garage at home and the sport that scared me the most in weightlifting has always been Olympic weightlifting Olympic weightlifting you have to be very cognizant of your body and I like I told you did not recognize my hands or anything I had no mind-to-body awareness whatsoever it was a recipe for disaster I sprained my wrists three times in the first year but it also helped me to do something that I was afraid of and it helped me to conquer in that sense Um, as far as driving I had to take into account that I thought that my environment was definitely playing a role in me getting worse and so I decided to leave New York and move back to Virginia to be close to my family and I got a car and like I told you before I could not drive without leaving my driveway in fear I got a car and I got a job that was about an hour and a half away I would leave an hour and a half early so it was a three-hour drive because I knew that I was gonna have to pull over and have panic attacks on the way I had developed a fear of tunnels there was a long tunnel on the drive there and every day I did this until eventually my anxiety as far as as far as driving dissipated in 2005 December 2015 I couldn't leave my driveway in October 2018 Uh, October 2000. Yep, October 8, 2018. I packed up my cats and I drove by myself five days from Washington, from Virginia to Washington State, with hardly any radio. This was done with with very little medication. Sometimes taking 0.25 milligrams of glenazepam or some sort of anxiety medication. Um, But for the most part. Uh, I I just really the only way that I knew how to beat my fears was to continually expose myself to them and go through them and um, that has really set the precedence for everything moving forward in my life. Another strange side effect of DPDR is that I lost almost all of my childhood memories and um, about two years after DPDR hit I remember having a day where everything flooded back to me and I was in bed and it just all washed over me at once. And suddenly I remembered learning how to swim or just, you know, and not not traumatic memories or anything like that, just good memories that I had lost from when I was a kid. And um, the greatest blessing about depersonalization, derealization disorder is that I realized that by having the panic attacks because since they were my first panic attacks i would i would think for instance i was having a heart attack and i would become so obsessive that i was having a heart attack that my body would create these psychosomatic symptoms like my arm would go numb my vision would black out my heart rate would go through the roof my chest felt like it had a brick on it like i couldn't breathe like i was actually having a heart attack After this happened time and time again, and the doctors were always like, no, you're just having a panic attack. I realized that if the brain was capable of creating such negative psychosomatic symptoms, what could possibly happen if I could harness my brain to create positive psychosomatic symptoms? So this has really been a curse because it was terrifying and a blessing because it has really helped me to face my fears head-on, and I really just wanted to give you a little bit of the background of what I've been through as far as my own mental health journey. There's a lot of other things that I've gone through growing up with mental health issues, you know, eating disorders, body dysmorphia, those types of things, but uh, depersonalization, derealization is definitely the worst that I've ever experienced. So if you are a person that's going through this, if you're a person that's going through panic attacks, Please do not be afraid to reach out to me and contact me via Instagram at I am Victoria Marie. Uh, You can send me a DM. I'm more than happy to talk to you. And just know that the only way to ever actually truly get through fear is to not be afraid of it. To lay down, I remember actually laying in bed with one of my last panic attacks because I had developed this fear that um, I couldn't sleep at night because I thought I was going to wake up and be blind. I couldn't shower because I was afraid I was going to seize and drown and die. I mean, all of my fears were completely irrational. One of my very last panic attacks, I laid in bed and I was certain that I was going to die and I let the fear wash over me. And I said, if I'm going to die, just do it already. I laid there for 30 minutes and the panic washed over me and it went away and then I knew that it was all just in my head and that I could beat it and so I guess what I'm trying to leave you with today the most important message is that the way to get to anything to get over anything to get past anything is to go through it stay strong